everybody. Thanks so much for joining us for When I Grow Up. Today, I'm excited to um, welcome my guest, Michelle Lee. Um, she and I have known each other for a while. We lost touch for a little bit, um, but I'm excited to have her because her story and her journey, um, she's I guess, I guess you could say it started out one way, right? And kind of shifted mm-hmm. gears. So I'm excited to hear uh, all about it. Um, Michelle, what do you do? What, what is your career right now? Of course. So <laughs> I am a pharmacist. Okay. Um, and initially, I was a community retail pharmacist for about five years of my career. But uh-huh. currently, right now, I'm a medical information specialist um, slash like consultant pharmacist. Um, at a company called PPD, which is uh, pharmaceutical pr- product development. So oh, it's okay. Co- very different. <laughs> okay. Um, so what is co- uh, what is community pharmacist? What is that? Yeah. So community pharmacist is um, the pharmacist that you see. It's like the pharmacist that you see working in CVS pharmacy and okay. Kroger pharmacy. So in more of a retail, like in a community setting. So there's different types of pharmacist jobs. Um, there could be jobs in the hospital setting where they work more clinically mm-hmm. um, in clinical settings. Uh, and there's community pharmacists who work within the community okay. um, as a pharmacist, as um, a medical professional um, in the community setting. Like, okay, like I, I see. Yeah. So, I mean, basically what you're saying is, um, I guess a community pharmacist is somebody that I would just think about as a pharmacist. Yeah, it's like when you go to a pharmacy, yeah, uh-huh. when you go to a pharmacy and you need to pick up a prescription, Okay. The, the professional working behind there is the community pharmacist. Okay, so... Um, they will have technicians there to help help the pharmacist but so at, since you worked um as a community pharmacist could you tell me a little bit more about like what the day-to-day would look like for a community pharmacist yeah so um typically in the community pharmacy um we would our main job was to verify prescriptions um mm-hmm. and counsel patients on those so the doctors and nurse practitioners they would send in prescriptions or they will or patients will drop off like paper prescriptions um, and then to get like an antibiotic filled or their maintenance blood pressure medication. Um, if they came back from a surgery and they, they had like pain medication. So mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's where you go to the pharmacy and then you, um, so the pharmacist is very, it's very important that they verify the prescriptions and make sure they know every medication that you're taking. Um, okay. The importance in that is because drug interactions. Um, oh, that also is a reason why, like the pharmacist always has to ask me if you take any over the counter medications, if you take any supplements, um, because those can interact with whatever prescription that the pharmacist is going to be filling for you. Um, in addition to that, we are very, we take a very important role in immunizing the population. So, um, you can see like, especially in the fall when we have our flu shots, you'll see signs everywhere. Yeah. So I, I was an immunizer as well. So I immunize um, year round. I would give pneumonia vaccinations, um, shingles vaccinations, as well as the flu shot. Um, but we take a very big role in that um, and counseling our patients because like, I'm sure you go to the doctor and you ask them like, you you go in, you ask them stuff and then 
And then you just leave because you're like, oh, they ask you, do you have any questions about your medications? Do you right. have anything? Or the doctors just didn't have time to go over that mm-hmm. with you. And then so when they give you, they send the prescription over to the pharmacy, it's the pharmacist's role to to communicate and counsel you on that. So just know we love, as pharmacists, we want to have, like, we want you to have questions. Um, and so it's just important that, like, we... We do our job and yeah. we counsel, we verify yeah. the scripts and make sure there's no drug or interactions. Um, and we counsel you on it to make sure you take it properly. That's um, really interesting for me to hear only because like, I just feel like um, when I think of a pharmacist, I think of them, you know, taking care of the drugs part. Mm-hmm. However, if I think about, you know, the medicine that I pick up, you do have to have this social aspect with your, mm-hmm. with the patients, you know, like, yeah. um, I'm sure they're nervous about taking them too. So now yeah, I mean, questions. yeah, because it's funny because I mean, by law, we do have to ask, do you have any questions for like the technician would have to ask, um, do you have any questions for the pharmacist on this medication? And I mean, granted, like even before I was pharmacist, I'll just be like, Oh no, I don't have any questions. But, mm-hmm. but then I will go like, I hear them say no. And then I interject, especially for like simple things like an antibiotic, there could be some food interactions Right. Um, and right. so I always like interject and I'm like, oh, just make sure you don't take this medication with this food, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, I didn't know that. I'm like, see, you <laughs> it's like, see, that's why I tell you stuff. And right. So, right. Um, I that's mean, it's awesome. Yeah. So just so did you enjoy that part of, of yeah. a pharmacist kind of interacting with the patients? So oh, for sure. That's what I think I miss the most okay. is the actual um, direct patient care that I did give. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, you know, you see the crazy people too. And it was like the <laughs> pharmacy can be a little yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, and, but, but honestly, like I miss my good patients. I miss mm-hmm. like the direct patient care that I did. Yeah, no, give. definitely. Yeah. Okay. So I, this, this question might be a little bit ignorant and I apologize. Oh no. Yeah. Go but, ahead. Um, so do technicians, do they take, uh, is there a responsibility to like actually count the pills and the medication? Yeah. So, I mean, they do their technicians are such great roles. And I always made sure that we would properly um, train our technicians to okay. be able to do everything. Obviously they can't verify prescription. They don't have the knowledge in that. Um, but they were the ones that were um, the ones counting the pills, okay. obviously. Um, and they, do a lot of the inputting. So um, they'll like type up the prescriptions uh, and okay. scan them into the system. And then the pharmacist will make sure that their work was correct. I see. Okay. So yeah. you're not actually doing that. So, I mean, I did everything. So, right, right. I mean, I think like, <laughs> yeah, I did everything. I mean, but the thing is like the technician, but the thing is if I do everything, then I don't catch myself. Mm, okay. You know? Like see, you don't yes. tend to catch your own mistakes if right. you did it because you think right. you did it right the first time. And so it's like important that the technician knows how to type in a prescription into the system so that I can check them. I see. Okay. And then obviously make sure it's the right medication. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like now that I think about it, it's a little bit scary. Like your yeah. these people's lives are in your hand in such a mm-hmm. different way than a, like a medical doctor. Yeah. Right? But the, cause it's usually like, what do you call it? Like recovery or outpatient care that you're taking care of initially. Yeah, right. Exactly. 
That's pretty. And it's like the patients who are out or like if they're sick and then a spouse or, you know, someone else comes and picks up their medications. Granted, you can't say too much when you're talking mm. to someone else other than the patient because of HIPAA and privacy laws and okay. stuff like that. But um, it's just, it's really important to make sure that we're providing that proper care or just like making sure they know like, Hey, if this, if it's not the person that's picking it up, like, Hey, if they, that person has any questions, like without as any hesitation, call, call me. I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather have a safe patient. Like in pharmacy school, I learned this is uh, that a patient thought birth control uh-huh. Because it's, you know, the one that comes in like a pill. Okay. And they thought because it's birth control that they're supposed to like insert it. They weren't supposed to take the pill. Oh, that no. That they were supposed to <laughs> insert it elsewhere. Oh, oh, goodness. And so I'm like, really? But it's because like that, that's very important that we put the route of administration right. in the prescriptions. And that's like, I will always put the route of administrations because p- some people just don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't want to undermine, you know, that yeah. situation at all. But because yeah. I mean, it could really that's a real, yeah, a real happened. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's incredible. That is that is interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah. you were mentioning before that these are all things that you used to do. But yeah. before we jump into how your career shifted a little bit, I just wanted to back up in your mm-hmm. story. And I'm curious to know, at what point in your life did you kind of decide this is the route I want to take? I want to go to pharmacy school yeah. and all these things. Of course. And so um, all even since I was a kid. I always knew I wanted to be in some type of healthcare. Okay. Um, I be a doctor. I want to be a pediatrician I, <laughs> or I want to be a veterinarian, you know, like but I always knew I wanted to be in some form of like healthcare, even with pets, I guess. Well, with why, animals. why is that? Can I ask? Is that just, you've always been a science person or? I don't even know if it's that. I just like, I think it was just instilled in me as a kid. I don't okay. know. You know, when yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. Asian parents are like, no, you yeah, gotta I be totally a lawyer or you have to be a doctor <laughs> type thing. And so I think that was just like in my head. And also it didn't like it helped that like a lot of my cousins or my um, aunts and uncles were like in healthcare as well. Okay, I see. Um not my not like my parents, but like I had two aunts who were pharmacists. Um, one was a retail community pharmacist and mm-hmm. one was a hospital pharmacist okay. for the VA. Okay. And so when I, um, so sh- they were trying to convince me like, Hey, pharmacy is a great job for females. And I was like, Oh, is it really? They're like, yeah, it's great <laughs> for families. And so I was like, okay. And then I realized, you know, like medical doctors, it's a really long, long road. It is. Um, yes. And it's a, it's a commitment that you have to love your profession to go through the mm-hmm. r- rigorous um, schooling and education and training. Yes. Um, and so I, so then I was just like, okay, well, pharmacy might be, might be a job. I didn't even know what pharmacy was growing up. Like okay. surprisingly, I didn't know. Yeah. Um, I guess I never really took antibiotics or something <laughs> as a kid. I don't, I don't know. Um, but I think the fact that like I had family members as well, and that could have been it. Um, and so my senior year of, what was my, yeah, it was my senior year of um, high school. Okay. I was in the tag um, program, like the talented and gifted program in high school. I don't okay. know if you know that. Um, 
And so my senior year, we got to do an internship program where um, I would be able to leave school an hour early twice a week to go to an internship. So um, I, the first semester, actually got an internship with a pharmacist at CVS Pharmacy. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and so she actually, she knew my dad and they knew each other. So he was trying to convince me to go into pharmacy because he <laughs> knew that it was going to be a good profession and um, it'll be like a, so he tried to convince her to convince me to okay. become a pharmacist. Because at that point, I think I still wanted to be a doctor. Okay. Um, and so this pharmacist, her name is Jenny. Um, mm-hmm. She, she showed me the ins and outs of the pharmacy um, mm-hmm. and how it was a great profession. She loved it. And she convinced me during the whole semester. It was a whole semester, um, the fall semester. She convinced me to, that this was a great profession. Um, and she got me a job as a technician at okay. a different CVS pharmacy. So I, I think see. the fact that like I had a great mentor, mm. um, that's what really kept yeah. it, like really locked a deal for me. Yeah. Um, I'm just curious during that time, is there anything that you feel like that mentor said or did that like kind of shifted your gears towards pharmacy? I know it's been a little while, but I'm just yeah, curious um, if I think it was just the fact that she, I could see how much she made an impact in her patients. Wow. Um, that's saying like, something. Yeah. Yeah. So like the relationships she would have with her patients and her patients loved her. And, and so I think that really, that made a difference for me. Mm. Um, and then she tried to convince me, you know, that medical doctors just take too, it just takes too long. Yeah. Like, if you want to, if you want to be a professional, you know, you be pharmacy school, it's four years and you're done. Like, Okay, it's four years. Well, it's actually, years well, like the pharmacy program is four years. Okay, okay, yeah. Oh, so, so okay, like, yeah. So after you made this decision, Michelle, yes. um, what did like school look like for you? Like, yeah, of you were in undergrad, and you were like, "This is the track I'm going on in." Or so, so because I already knew my senior year of high school uh-huh. um, that I wanted to go into pharmacy, I always wanted to, when I was applying to colleges, um, I knew I wanted to stay in state just to be like, just to be in Georgia. Um, and I wanted to go to university of Georgia because they had a college of pharmacy. Go dogs. dogs. Um, and so I always wanted to go to the university of Georgia and they have a college of pharmacy. And so that's what really like drove me to, um, because I knew that that was going to be my first step is get into UGA mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then potentially maybe get into their pharmacy school. Okay. Um, and then there are other pharmacy schools within the state of Georgia, but that was my like. That's what you wanted. That's what I, you were That's what motivated. I wanted. And I was yes. like, I was, I was drip driving. Yes, and girl. I was like, <laughs> to do it. Um, and so I just, when I got into college, um, I had put myself as a pre-pharmacy so I enrolled myself in like a pre-pharmacy curriculum so it wasn't like a that wasn't a degree but it was just a track of making sure like what classes I would need to take in order to apply to the University of Georgia College of Pharmacy 
Okay, uh, so sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, no, totally I just you. So you said you were pre-pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Does that mean, um, like, is that beneficial? Because I'm curious to like say you may decide like midway mm-hmm. um, in your undergrad that you want to go to pharmacy school. Mm-hmm. Does it matter what your major was? Um, no, I mean, it doesn't matter what your major was. I mean, I had classmates who were who were teachers before. Oh, you know? okay. But the thing is, is that there are se- like specific pre- prerequisites for you to be able to apply to a program. Okay. So in that every pharmacy school, they have like the same core um, classes, like your, your general chemistry, your organic chemistry, your biology. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to take like speech. I don't know, like public speaking or some type, you know, like all those like random electives that you have to take Uh um, in general, but there, but every pharmacy school has their own little like requirement. And so obviously I didn't know if I was going to get into the university of Georgia. It was a, (laughs) it's a competitive program. Yes. And so I had to make sure like early on in college, um, what schools I might want to apply to. Mm. Um, so I had to look at their prerequisites and make sure I'm taking the necessary classes. Um, okay. Because some programs required an- anatomy. Okay. Okay. And the University of Georgia didn't. So you oh, have to make sure that you're, you're completing all the courses you need to take for whichever respective school okay. you want to apply to. I see. Okay. Um, that makes sense, I guess. So I guess for you, you, your trek was the University of Georgia for pharmacy yeah. school. Um, and you got in, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, educate me a little bit, Michelle. Is there mm-hmm. like just kind of like MCATs, right? And things mm-hmm. like that. There's a, I'm sure there's a entry test. Yes. To get in. What there is that? Is. Called? It's called the PCAT. The PCAT. Yes. yes. The, PCAT. the PCAT. Um, and so, when I was applying to schools, all programs require the PCAT. Like all pharmacy schools required it. Um, mm-hmm. They, it's, you know, but I know that there are certain undergraduate schools. I think Rutgers may be one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have like a six-year program where you apply to be in their pre-pharmacy program that transitions to the pharmacy program. So it's like a six-year program. Oh my goodness. And so you're, so it's a six-year program and you're like the first two years are doing those like prerequisites Uh to like go to pharmacy school immediately, like without applying because you already got into the entire program. And so in that case, you don't have to take the PCAT because you initially applied to that school to become a pharmacist at the end of the six years. Oh, wow. So it's like integrate, it's like undergrad and graduate school, like integrated together. Um, but that's not always the case. Okay. Um, so I know the PCAT for most pharmacy schools, um, there, when you're applying, you will have to have take taken that, but that's Uh a standardized test, Mm -hmm. um, that tests your reading knowledge or, um, as well as like, there's, there's like a, there's a science section, a chemistry, a bio, like a chemistry section in okay. there, um, a math section. And so, I mean, it's just a standardized, standardized exam. Okay. Just like the MCAT. Was the that, was that, uh, challenging or? <laughs> yeah. I mean, just because like, it's only offered a handful of times a year. Oh, okay. Um, so it's not offered like every, it's not like you can just go to a testing center. Like, I think it's offered maybe, I mean, 
pretty often now, now that it's like electronic. Right. Um, right. But back then it used to be like a paper test. So right. it was, it was a little different. Um, and so in that sense, like, yeah. And then like, I didn't, it was hard to juggle like studying the PCAT in addition to my courses. Um, I honestly like was never, a, I was never good at the SATs and uh-huh, like the standardized uh-huh. tests were not my strong suit. And so, neither, um, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's not my strong suit. And so, um, I remember like I had done like horribly with the, like the first time. Like I had done so bad and I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm never getting into pharmacy school. But I focused, instead of focusing like all summer long, I actually focused, I think it was like a good like six weeks. Um, oh, that's it? Well, no, like this was like the third time I took the test. So okay, I actually okay, ended up okay, taking okay. it three times. Um, oh, so you can do that though. You can take Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I All mean, right. you can take it multiple times. Granted, like the more times you take it, they would hope that your scores will like get better. Right. Right. So, yeah. uh, um, and then, so when I took that, when I took it like that last time I was like, okay, I need to get, I need to like focus for a short period of time and just mm-hmm. like lock myself in a room and study. So I studied for like six weeks straight after this oh um, spring semester was over and I, I still have my apartment, you know, and, uh-huh, uh-huh. and I didn't go home. I was like, I need to buckle up and study. So oh I studied for like goodness. six to eight weeks and then like I pat, I mean, I did much better uh, yeah, yeah. this time. Yeah. So that's what probably got me in. And in, in my pharmacy school interviews there, you know, they saw like the sharp increase in my scores and they're like, how did you do that? You know, like, what did you do? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I focused a lot <laughs> and I studied. So I think. Yeah, that, I see. That made them happy. That's crazy. I just can't yeah. Im- like I can't imagine focusing that much energy and time. But I guess I mean you when you really want something, you got to mm-hmm. put in the work, right? Yes, it paid off. Yes, yes, yes. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, for so, sure. Okay, so let's shift gears a little bit and let's move back to what you were saying before. Yeah. You graduate pharmacy school, you go into community pharmacy, mm-hmm. right? Um, but so from what I understand, it just it wasn't for you or what? Well, yeah, I, tell actually, us about it. Like, even when I was in pharmacy school, I knew that potentially I wouldn't like, I didn't want to be a retail pharmacist. Mm. I was like, I don't want to be working at CVS pharmacy for the rest of my life. Okay. It, like it was getting a little, like just in general, um, community pharmacy or retail pharmacy can be pretty stressful. Um, why is just that like any, just because like the demands of the job and, um, there's just a lot of like corporate has a lot of metrics on you when you want to provide the best patient care, oh. but you can't because you have to have like meet all these corporate metrics. Okay. And so what is a I, metric? I, Sorry. So, yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> so it's just like, Oh, how many people you've called to get them to refill their prescription or, um, matters, huh? or like picture of things or like, Oh, a customer gave you like a bad survey, mm. but it's, but it was just like, well, I mean, it's, it was really busy or whatnot, you know, like it was just like, they would base you off of these numbers. And even if you got like a four out of five, they're like, well, why didn't you get a five? I see. You know? And, um, and then I, I was just always so busy. Like I just didn't have like the help that I needed even, well, I mean, even as a technician, it was getting busier. So like, obviously through pharmacy, like, undergrad, um, through pharmacy school, I actually stayed working at CVS. 
okay. as a technician um, up until an, until I was in pharmacy school when I became an intern. Okay. Um, and so I was with them for good. What was they like eight? Yeah, about eight over eight years, right? Like mm-hmm. as a as a technician and an intern. Um, and I just saw the shift in how retail pharmacy was just getting so much more busier, even mm-hmm. as like now would see the role that my pharmacist was going through and how, you know, they were just always so stressed. There were just a lot more um, demands that we had to do or they had to do before I was a pharmacist. Um, (laughs) And so they would have to go give all these immunizations. They would have to counsel their um, counsel their patients. They would have to call doctor's offices for such and such. And it was just getting really overwhelming for them. And so I could see how stressed like their jobs were from when I first started over the eight years. And so I knew that, um, I wouldn't want to, I didn't want to have to be a community pharmacist in that sense. Okay. Um, and so during pharmacy school, I actually always thought like, okay, I want to maybe I, I like enjoyed hospital pharmacy or I enjoyed mm-hmm. other aspects of pharmacy. So mm-hmm. I always knew I wanted, I wanted to be a hospital pharmacist. I want to be a clinical pharmacist. Okay. Um, and so during pharmacy school, I actually did work pretty hard to applied to residency programs which are graduate like graduate um it's like doing residency after med school but those are like you know two three year programs even longer um and so in pharmacy why would you do that sorry you're going to continue yeah (laughs) so there's so pharmacy programs are like the pharmacy um postgraduate year one is a pgy1 and pgy2 a pgy1 is typically um it's just like a general re- residency program where you're a pharmacist, but you're like basically just learning how to work in like a different setting. So like a hospital mm-hmm. and in that hospital, you'll rotate between like different um, specialties and like outpatient pharmacy and whatnot. It depends on the program itself. Um, but it's basically a year where you just get paid a stipend and you work really hard to s- learn other other um, aspects of being a pharmacist. Okay. And then a PGY2 is the year after that. And that's when you want to specialize. So if you wanted to specialize in pediatrics or you want to specialize mm-hmm. in critical care pharmacy or something oh. like that, where you want to specialize beyond like a general PGY1. Um, and oh. so I knew that's the route I wanted to go. Um, and so I applied, I actually was in Augusta my last two years of of UGA pharmacy school because they had a great, um, great program. Like I just felt that I would have a better like relationship with my mentors and my teachers. Mm -hmm. And and so I went to Augusta my last two years of pharmacy school. And unfortunately I didn't match into a program. Um, So, so that was something that was tough for me to you know, swallow because all this way, like, you know, I got into undergrad, I got into like, I got into UGA, I got into UGA pharmacy school. And then I was like, I'm going to do a residency. And then Mm. I didn't get into residency. So, um, but that, but I mean, it's fine. I'm happy where I am now. So yeah, 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 you know, so, um, so I mean, community pharmacy wasn't like my first choice, Mm -hmm. obviously. Um, but it's fine. 
I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you what are you doing now? You're saying so right now I am a consultant pharmacist. I'm a medical information specialist um, at a company that it's a clinical research organization company. And so what that I mean, what that really is is that like I work in a I work in a call center. Mm-hmm. Um, like, so we're in the medical communications, um, department and I represent certain pharmaceutical clients. Okay. So, um, I, I'm, so say that you're calling a pharmaceutical company cause you have a question. Okay. You're just like, Hey, this, like, I don't know, it just could be anything. Or you're saying that you okay, have so like, I have some ibuprofen yeah. with a certain company. Yeah. And I would call that company is what you're saying. Yeah. You'll call okay. that company. Okay. <laughs> so, and, then- and so, I mean, it could be like those like, like fan, like Pfizer or Sanofi, any of those big like pharmaceutical okay. companies. Okay. Um, and so you, I represent, the, uh, I am representing that client, that pharmaceutical oh, company okay. and being their consultant pharmacist. Okay. So I get calls from medical information. I got calls from like, healthcare providers like doctors, nurses. Um, I get calls from um, patients as well mm-hmm. who have any medical information questions. Uh, and so okay. um, they... So do a lot of people call? I mean, I... Yeah, I mean, surprisingly, like, people... I didn't take advantage of it as a retail pharmacist. <laughs> like, I was like, man, I didn't know that this existed. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that this existed when I was a community pharmacist. Like, I should... I mean, I think I might have called, like, the phone number on the on the pill, like, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, on the bottle. I'm like... Uh-huh, uh-huh. A, I might have called like one time or whatnot, but like honestly, I should have taken advantage of it as a community pharmacist. Like, if I had a question, like a patient um, called me and was like, "Hey, this pill looks really different than what it was, but it's in the same, you know, like mm-hmm. manufacturer bottle. Like, is there an issue?" Um, like, that's when I would call the manufacturer and be like, "Hey, this pill looks like mm-hmm. a completely different color." And that's where, you know, you hear about those like FDA recalls. Right. You know, because they're like, huh, that's not supposed to look like that or that is supposed to look like that. So um, I I take these phone calls and if there's any like adverse events, I have to report it. So if a patient calls and they're like, hey, I have a headache on this medic, like, and I'm on this medication. Um, and you're like, oh. Well, that's an adverse event because even because that patient's on that medication now. So you have to record it and you have to send it to um, the safety department to send it to the FDA. That and is then, so interesting. Yeah. It's, it's no so idea. different. Yeah. I didn't know that either. And so um, I record like adverse events, um, any like product complaints. So like say that like, like I said, like, oh, the pill looks different or there's something like something off about the medication Mm. then i will i like document those and send it to the quality department and so it's it's very interesting because i get to like be i get to be a pharmacist in a different realm like yeah it sounds interesting and i just and you have to be a pharmacist to be able to do that job it sounds like right because so there is other like so there's like a lot of, I work with a lot of pharmacists as well as like nurses. Oh, um, okay. And okay. then there's also like just associates, but I don't work, my program specifically doesn't have like 
non-healthcare providers. Mm. Um, but there are like associates that you can be like a previous technician. So you don't I have see. to have a doctorate degree or whatnot. But like my job specifically is um, a, is a medical information pharmacist. So, so. you didn't know um, really much about this job beforehand. How did you come up on this like like as this pharmacy consultant? Like how what came about that you figured out, hey, I can do this too? So I actually looked into this um, because we have the PPD is like there's a big um, office here in, in, um, Raleigh, Durham. And so that's how I, and I knew that like some of my old colleagues from my job at Harris Teeter, like Uh they, they switched jobs and moved there. Oh, okay. And so then I heard about what the job was like. I didn't know anything about it, but I just like knew I wanted to get out of community pharmacy. And so, um, like just keeping in touch with other colleagues. Mm, I see. I see. Yeah. So um, I'm sorry, you mentioned there's a big PPD. What is PPD? PPD is the company I work for. Oh, sorry. I, you said yeah. that in the beginning. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. So it's uh, <laughs> pharmaceutical product development. So that's the okay. name of the company that I work for. And that's like a standard company that is like their main job is to do this. Represent so other one, pharmaceutical so companies. No, that, like, so the company itself is huge and they have like multiple different departments. Oh, um, so okay. they help with like clinical research. They help. But I'm more in after the drug has been approved, we're helping to monitor to see if there has to be any recalls or if there's any trends and like adverse events. And Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm in the end of like the realm of making a medication. So our company starts from like doing the little clinical trials all the way to what I'm doing. Man, that is crazy. Yeah. I just had no idea that this job even existed. Yeah, exactly. It's really so, like um, informative. And ex- yep. I just feel like this extra exposure is even opening my eyes up to wanting to call if there's an issue with my yeah. product, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you um, might talk to me. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> um, so Michelle, I guess, you know, all this to say, do you like what you do now? Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I've been here for almost a year uh-huh. um, at this company. And like, granted, like, it's, you know, I don't, I feel that I don't get all like my clinical knowledge anymore or whatnot, because I'm, I'm just like learning what my products are and okay. learning um, the ins and outs of that. And so I feel that like, in that sense, like, I don't, because I don't have like that patient like direct patient care anymore. I'm not like verifying prescriptions like I used to. Yeah. So in that sense, like it's like, it's so, so different, uh-huh. but I am enjoying this aspect of my job. Um, it definitely has a lot more flexibility. Mm. Um, it's funny because, you know, like I said back in the beginning that like my aunts were telling me that, um, that the job is like the pharmacist job is great for females and great for mothers and whatnot. Uh-huh. Um, and like, honestly, community pharmacy, it was, it was once I had a family, it was a little tough because I worked every other weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it was like, and I would work, you know, at night, like I would work like 12 hour shifts and whatnot. And, and so it was just like, it wasn't so perfect for a female mother, like yeah. for a mother. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so this job has, it's Monday through Friday, it's nine to five. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot more flexibility to like 
be able to have quality time with my family, which yeah. is very important to me right and now. And even just the routine of, of work and being able mm-hmm. to come home and be with mm-hmm. your son. Um, Michelle has, um, she's, she's married and they live in North Carolina. <laughs> yes. Um, and they have one son, right? And yes. then another one on the way. Yes. Um, Michelle is pregnant and, um, congratulations, by the Thank way. Thank so much. Um, so I mean, you know, as a mom myself, part of me is like, man, you're a working mom, right? Mm-hmm. And you're you're also expecting like, I'm, you know, my mind goes to like, I don't know how you did it. I don't know how you did community pharmacy, but it was, um, it was tough. I mean, like, it was tough just because I did work full time all the way up until the like basically into the delivery the first time with, yeah, with my son. Yeah. Oh, and really? So, well, I worked until 39 weeks. Oh so, my goodness. Yeah. Michelle. So I was on my feet for like throughout my pregnancy. Yeah. I'm surprised I made it that long. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so. if, for those of you that don't know this experience of being pregnant, um, being on your feet for that many hours and working mm-hmm. at 39 weeks is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But my, my feet were quite, uh, quite swollen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I made it that way. And so this time, like this pregnancy is very different because I'm in an office setting where I'm like, I'm on my computer and I'm not running around. Like I was in the pharmacy. You're just like running from you're running everywhere. Yeah, so, I can imagine. Even my yeah. pharmacy when I go to CVS, I'm like, yeah. this place is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm they're sure. So busy. They're so busy. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that is awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, before we end our time together, something I ask all my guests yeah. Uh, is, um, yeah, do you have any advice, you know, for those that maybe are thinking about pharmacy mm-hmm. or this future or even just maybe... I don't know, things that you could take back, things that you would might have done differently. Could you share with us a little? Yeah, so um, some things I would recommend is just that, like, you, when, whatever professional career you want to go into or whatnot, um, networking is mm-hmm. really important. Uh, like, you always have to keep, like, I still keep in touch with Ginny, the pharmacist from my senior year of high school. Yes. So I still keep up with her. Um, she actually has been like my letter of recommendation, like throughout pharmacy school, um, when I was applying to residency programs and whatnot. And so she has been through, she's been there for me. Um, and also the one way that I got my job at PPD is through a colleague that I worked with when I was at CVS, my, as a pharmacist. Oh, and so okay. he is a manager at PPD and oh, wow. I just happened to reach out to him because we would keep up, keep in contact via like Facebook. But, um, I just asked him like, Hey, how's life at PPD? Can you give me like your honest opinion about the company mm-hmm. and whatnot? And he was like, Oh, like I will totally refer you. And he helped me get this job. So wow. someone who I was in contact with from my first year of prof- my professional career mm-hmm. helped me get this current job like five years later. Wow. You know, and so just like the importance of networking. Um, and that's the same thing when you're going through um, like undergrad, when you're trying to apply to pharmacy schools, just make sure that it's you're keeping um, good mentors or if you work at a pharmacy, make sure you have a good relationship with your pharmacist mm-hmm. um, or your professors at um your undergrad because yeah. you want to make sure that you have great solid letters of recommendations um, anywhere 
any like any step of the way because yeah. most pharmacy for sure for pharmacy programs you're going to have an interview you're going to have an application process where you have to um, interview and meet faculty and students um, in addition to in addition to like actually putting in an application get that interview yeah um, yeah definitely. so in that sense it's just always keep a positive mindset and um, keep like good ties with people. That's great so advice. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Any, uh, any regrets, anything you would do differently? I, I think I still become a pharmacist, like going back, like thinking now, like I think I would have still been a pharmacist. I would have gone through pharmacy school. Um, I just think I would have maybe like tried maybe a little harder to, get that PGY one or something, you know, like where I maybe like applied to more programs or whatever. Um, but in that sense, I think I would have still done the same route. Yeah. Um, I just would have maybe like tried a little bit harder to like get to my initial, um, what I wanted to do. Yeah. But I'm happy where I am now. And so it's fine. It, like, you might have hiccups along the way along your professional career, mm-hmm. um, but you'll, you'll find a way. Um, and like I said, networking really helps you in the long run. Yes. So I agree. Sure. I agree. Yeah. I mean, Next I asked any. this question about, you yeah. know, regrets and stuff, knowing kind of that even in my life, I've realized things just kind of work out anyways. Mm-hmm. And the regrets that you do have aren't really regrets or mistakes, you know, because yeah. you are where you are today because of the journey. So exactly. I'm so thankful that you were able to share yours with us, That's Michelle. Great. Thank you so much That's for being with us. Um, thanks, guys, for listening to When I Grow Up. Uh, until next time, see ya. Bye.